Hey y'all, it's Crystal. And it's Samantha. And this is Serial Holic Sisters. True crime shit. Oh my god, hey. I haven't talked to you in a couple days and I hate it. I know. It's been crazy. We never go that long without talking to each other. It's been terrible and I need it to not happen again, period. I'm going to need you to tell your husband that you're supposed to be unemployed and to stop helping him. Right? (laughs) I don't want to help him. (laughs) love you babe babe. what are we kidding he doesn't listen to this (laughs) absolutely does not so Um, i want to hear all about your tour i went on tour guys i'm kind of a big deal no (laughs) no oh my god that's not what i meant (laughs) so that's what i heard so last night i went out with my sister-in-law and we went to this um it was a haunted cemetery, like spooky tour. And it was so freaking cool. It wasn't like a jump scare, like haunted house type thing. It was literally like, this was like a, it's like a super old town with a lot of history. And it was just this big tour through the cemetery. And they gave like all the history about all these different people. And like, so we'd like go visit each grave and like, they give this whole story and it was like super interesting. And it was really fun. We loved it. That's so cool. It was really cool. And it was like, we did it at like eight so it was like super dark and spooky and it was cool (laughs) and didn't you bring your um daughter I did she she actually really loved it at first I thought she was gonna be like oh this is boring but no she got like super into it she came home and was telling her dad she was like my favorite one was about the person whose brains got bashed in by a baseball bat and their brains were coming out of their ears (laughs) I was like oh god (laughs) and that ladies and gentlemen is how you parent (laughs) I was like, it's fine. I'm a good parent. <laughs> oh, geez. Also, I... <laughs> my kids wouldn't go to anything like that with me. Well, my son would absolutely, he'd absolutely not ever do that. I did show off my um, true crime skills during the tour at one point because he was talking about this guy who had killed two people. And then he was like, and asking um like how many people you have to kill to be considered like a mass murderer, like serial killer. And I was like, three. <laughs> he was like, oh God. How do you know that? <laughs> He's like, calm down lady in the back. <laughs> oh no, I was in the front girl, but yes. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Anyway, like, here's, here's my business card with my podcast on it. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that was normal. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> right. You ready? You ready to get into I'm, it? I'm so ready. So this week is Crystal's week. Hi, girl. Hey, it's my turn. Also, time, time out. Um, okay. For all the listeners that we have, uh, we actually have, we haven't advertised it yet. Um, oh, what do we have? Wait, what? Our Halloween special. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know we were advertising. I thought we were just going to surprise them. I didn't want to, well, I keep going back and forth. So Okay, well, we're advertising it now. (laughs) (laughs) We're advertising it on this podcast, so listen to this. I don't know if I'm going to put it out there yet or not, but um, we are going to do like a fun Halloween special. It's going to be kind of lengthy, so, you know, grab some popcorn and drinks when you have that going on. Uh, We're releasing it on Halloween, but we're not doing a case, not one specific case. It's going to be- that we're gonna give you that's it that's it it's gonna be long it's gonna be fun spook 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 so if you haven't um invited like your friends and your family that are totally into all this stuff you should because halloween is gonna be the bomb the bomb.com so. oh geez okay we're going there <laughs> yeah. anyways let's go <laughs> let's go okay <laughs> so and you're welcome <laughs> and you're welcome so I really, really liked your reactions to the last case that I did because I think, I think it's because you didn't really know the case. I didn't. It was, it was such a good case. So I'm hoping I picked one that you don't know this time also, so you can have good reactions. Um, and if you do know this, I'm going to be sad, but oh, well, I'm still going to tell it because that's what I researched and that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) So this week I'm going to tell you the little tale of the Lululemon murder. Have you heard of this? I want to say I have. Okay. Maybe you don't know all the deets. So. Okay. Let us. Once begin. you start talking about it, I might know. I don't. Probably, that sounds probably. super familiar. Okay, it's not crazy. I'm I'm like so old. I'm like it's not crazy old. It's like from 2011 is when it happened. Oh, okay. So it was nine years ago. <laughs> I know. I'm like I'm like it's not old. And like 
30 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, it's nine, that's only nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> my whatever. kid was born my, in 2011. I was going to say, both my kids are older than that, but okay. Um. <laughs> One of my kids was born in that year. <laughs> so this takes place in Bethesda, Maryland. I don't know if I said that right. My bad. Um, March 12th, 2011, store manager Rachel Ortrelli arrives at her job at Lululemon to open the store for the day. That's that like fancy, super expensive athletic store with the crazy expensive yeah. pants that I want. Um, yeah, no, I know. I know what they are. That's why I'm like, I feel like this sounds familiar, Yeah, but I have to feel, I, I have to listen to it more. So she gets there. She's going to open the store. When she walks in, she sees the store has been like turned completely upside down. Like it's a major wreck. So she's like, oh, damn, we've been robbed. And she like freaks out. She doesn't know if like whoever was did this is still there. So she like gets out of the store and calls 911. Okay. Then she sees this random guy waiting outside of the Apple store next door. Do what? I said, which is super smart. Right. Good job, Rachel. At least she didn't just like go rummage through everything and be like, oh, hey, is anybody in here? Right. <laughs> so yeah, right. She was smart about it. She got out. She called 911. And then she sees this random dude waiting outside of the Apple store next door. Like he's like waiting for Apple to open. And his okay. name is Ryan Hall. And she asked him if he would go into the store with her to like assess the damage. Just because she Instead doesn't want to go by herself. If this was the guy that did it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just like some some customer of the Apple store waiting for them to open. He's Hi, not... I know you're like right next door and you probably saw the whole thing, but can you please come in the store with me? Clearly the guy that did this is not gonna just be waiting outside. <laughs> I don't know. You just never know. Have that's, you I mean, that's true. People, people be crazy. <laughs> Bitches be crazy. Have you watched the criminal lines? <laughs> oh my god. So, so this dude's like, sure, I got you. Like, let's go. So they go into the store. It's like completely wrecked. There's like merchandise strewn about, stuff's knocked over. The cash register's empty. And then they notice the blood. So there's like blood everywhere. There's blood splatter all over the place. There's blood like smeared on the walls. There's two sets of bloody footprints throughout the store. You can tell it's two because okay. one's like really big and one's smaller. Um, so like a man and a woman? Possibly. So Ryan goes to the back of the store and he sees the body of 30-year-old Jaina Murray face down in a pool of blood. So that's an employee of the store. Um, okay. He calls out to Rachel and tells her to call the police because he thinks someone's dead. He's like, this is not cool. Call him. And she's I like, was I just... poker. <laughs> it, it sounds like the saw murder. Poker with a stick, right? <laughs> where, the guy, where the guy was totally laying there the whole time. He was alive the entire movie, just laying the whole there. Movie. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You always, you always check, you always check for pulses first. Always just poking with a stick. No, okay. Um, <laughs> they're not going to expect that. All right, so he's walking. Like, <laughs> so he's like walking back toward the front to where Rachel is. And then he sees a second body in the like bathroom. This oh. is 29 year old Brittany Norwood, who is also an employee there. Um, she was tied up with her hands above her head and her feet were bound. And she had cuts on her chest, legs, arms, hands, and forehead. Uh, her pants were cut at the crotch and she was still breathing. So she was still alive. So then Ryan's like, Rachel, dude, there's another person and they're still breathing. So like, call cops and she's like I already called them but she she called him for a second time she was like y'all it's not just a robbery scratch that some shit went down hurry up and get here so an ambulance arrived at 8 a.m that morning and Brittany was taken to the hospital where she told de detectives what had happened so she told them that her and Marie were closing the store for the night as they had done like several times before they like lock up the they lock up and they like leave the store and then within a few minutes of leaving Brittany realized that she had left her wallet in the store and she called Jaina because Jaina had the keys like she couldn't get in without Jaina so she's like hey can you meet me back at the store I left my wallet there I need you to let me in and unlock the store like real quick so I can get the wallet and so so she's like yeah cool whatever they get back to the store and Marie unlocks the door and they walk in and then two men in black ski masks follow the girls into the store so, just left the wallet. <laughs> just leave the wallet, girl. 
So Leave the wallet till the next day. It's fine. You got to work in the morning. Just get it tomorrow, girl. Um, <laughs> Brittany <laughs> describes the men to the detectives like as best as she can. She says that one was short and one was tall, but they were like wearing ski masks, so she couldn't give details of their like face or hair color or anything like that. Um, one of the sets of footprints was a size 14 men's Reebok. So detectives oh, assume that that belongs to the taller man. And then the other was a size seven and a half New Balance. So uh, trigger warning. The men, oh. <laughs> the men, she said that the men beat and raped the girls. And Jaina said that they sexually assaulted her with a clothes hanger, which is, <gasps> yeah. yeah. Oh, good God. And no girl no that's so morbid it is so um Brittany told the detectives that Jaina when they were like assaulting them and stuff Jaina fought back like crazy hard and the evidence did prove this to be true um when examining her body the medical examiner found 330 plus cuts and blows on her body oh, and of those injuries 107 of them were defensive wounds so the medical examiner said that was like the most defensive wounds that he had ever seen on one person ever. And that's um, the one that died, right? That's, yes, that's the one that died. He also said that she was alive through almost all of the beating and all the oh wounds that God. she got. And she was actively fighting for her life like the entire time. It was not a quick, painless death. It was terrible, terrible. Um, they found out that there were several weapons used in her murder. And that they were all not only left at the scene, but they were all already at the scene before the crime took place. So, like, the tackle so that... Do what? what? So, like, <laughs> stuff around the store. Right, right, exactly. So, it was, um, the attack was carried out with the store's maintenance tools, mainly. So, like, just maintenance stuff they had in the back, including a hammer, utility knives, a wrench, a rope, and a metal pole. Oh that's just some of it like there was a ton of wet like lots of stuff was used um her wounds included numerous stab wounds wound, wounds that was a weird way to say that <laughs> <laughs> um crushed bones deep impact bruises a fractured skull and a severed spinal cord so super rough um according to Brittany, when um murray started fighting back the men got like really pissed and they just went crazy and killed her and then after saying this, she was like really terrified and cooperated with them. So that's, so she was like, oh, I'm going to like do what they say so they don't kill me too. So at this point, um, everyone in this town is like freaking the fuck out. This is like, it's a Lululemon store. So this is like a super upscale area. Um, it was considered one of the safest areas around. And like nothing like this had ever happened around there. Um the store was in a shopping plaza and there were a bunch of like other fancy stores all around it. Like I said, there was like the Apple next door and there's just like all these boutiques and everything around there. So like everyone in the town is like shooketh. They're all like freaking out. Um, people started hiring bodyguards to accompany them when they were like going out shopping in the area. Just like hired a bodyguard to take me shopping because I'm scared. Um, okay. <laughs> and they also had private security guards that started like escorting workers to their cars when they were done working because it's such a small town they they didn't know what to think right they didn't they didn't know who did this these people were like out on the loose and this is like a super supposedly a super safe area so they're like well we are and it's upscale so it's like kind of they're kind of more well to do so they can just hire gotcha. private private security guards to escort them yeah, like left and right hey <laughs> right i'm gonna i'm just gonna call this guy real fast right <laughs> Give me a minute i need to go <laughs> to the store <laughs> they also put out a reward for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to like help catch the bin like oh. they, they wanted them off the streets so like this is not cool um after checking surveillance footage at the nearby stores employees next door at the apple store came under intense scrutiny because there was a video that was released from inside the apple store and it showed the employees standing near the wall that the two stores shared listening to the attack oh so god 
Right. So they're just like so they fucking heard it and they didn't do anything about it. They did not do anything about it. It's the bystander, oh the, the bystander effect type thing. Right. So there's a wall that Lululemon and Apple right next door to each other. So they share a wall. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So the employees said, <laughs> right. No, they said that they were closing up and they heard some yelling and screaming, but they didn't think it was serious. They, um, um, no, you still call it in, fool. Okay, exactly. I hope that haunted them. I hope oh, they I'm were sure haunted. it did. I'm I sure hope it did. they were haunted. I know that sounds so mean, but that is so fucked up. It's very fucked up. You know what? They told police when they were questioned about it that they thought it was just it was just drama happening next door at the Lululemon. They didn't oh, think it was okay. serious. Just drama. late at night. Yeah, they thought you just thought it was drama late at night in in the store. Right while women were screaming exactly so they never go check on the noises they never call police um among these noises yeah, do what <laughs> what you're asking yeah, about? Police. <laughs> yeah something i probably would have been dumb i probably what's happening over there and like walked over there myself <laughs> i would not have done that i can tell you no don't do that <laughs> don't, that's a don't terrible idea a situation that you don't know what's going on you no, know, don't you listen to me <laughs> back up <laughs> absolutely i'm an idiot you would i would have been, like, been like hey you call the police i'm gonna go see what's happening <laughs> you would not be the one to survive <laughs> no I am not the final girl in the horror movie. <laughs> I am apt. I can absolutely say that I believe I would be the final girl in the horror movie, <laughs> just because instincts. I'm like, lock your fucking windows. I'm like, what's uh, that sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, two women screaming. Yeah, let me just walk over here and see. What's <laughs> no, you're you like, nope, nope. <laughs> you call police and you get yourself a weapon. <laughs> I don't care. You're in a store full of stuff. Hangers. <laughs> This is what I say about anytime, like if you're walking through like a grocery store and somebody's like following you, mm-hmm. you don't sit there and call and scream or walk up to somebody and say, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting followed. You take those cans of green beans and you throw them at their goddamn head. Okay. <laughs> like, <come on. laughs> you know what I see? I see a lot of people that are getting followed at stores and they don't do anything except for post it on Facebook after they're gone from the store. Oh, I don't have time for that shit. I'm about to fucking fight. I'm a scrappy little bitch. I'm going to throw some green beans at you and hope I give you a concussion. Oh my God. Where was I? Noises. Okay. So among these noises, they said they heard crashing and shouting just like all kinds of crashing and shouting and then they said so if you hear crashing of any sort in a fucking like a store a retail store right you should obviously call the police that's not supposed to be happening somebody could be breaking into the place robbing it how would you like it if they walked over to your store and did it <laughs> that's not supposed to be happening girl no <laughs> not supposed to be happening Okay. Oh, I'm getting so irritated with these people. And I'm, I'm like, sorry. Anyway. Freaking Apple store. Okay. <laughs> Damn Apple. Even though I'm, I'm an Apple user. Myself, I mean, I am too. <laughs> Just like call the, call somebody. God. So, <laughs> um, they also heard two phrases that stood out to detectives. Like they heard these distinct phrases and still didn't say anything. So they heard quote, talk to me don't do this talk to me what's going on and then after some more screaming and time had passed they heard quote god help me please help me oh yeah that sounds like drama <laughs> right and, and those are believed to be the final words of jana murray that's so, so sad right this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, so some detectives were a little... Eh, when it came to Britney's story 
they said that there were like some inconsistencies from the beginning and then other detectives were like no Um, how are you like "Eh," for a woman that's fighting for her life right so some of the detectives were like no that's it's kind of inconsistent like it's not making a lot of sense and then other people were like yeah she's just like a really traumatized victim like that happens um they get results back from the hospital and the autopsy technician and neither one of the girls had been sexually assaulted so that did not add up. Um, okay, wait a minute then. Exactly. So detectives questioned Brittany multiple times. Um, they questioned her at the hospital day that she was found on March 12th. And then again on the 14th, the 16th, and the 18th. So time out. You're going to yes. tell me that these girls planned to rob the store, aren't you? You're I'm gonna not. Tell you broke plan to rob the store. That's not what I'm going to tell you. Okay. Good guess then. Because now I'm like, how is she going to say she's sexually assaulted if she's not sexually assaulted? Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's fucked up, bitch. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't hear this. I, I have not. I don't know the story. <laughs> I don't hear this. <laughs> I don't hear this. I don't hear this. <laughs> oh, you're hearing it. Okay. <laughs> so. On the 12th, which was the day that she was found, and then on the 14th when she was interviewed, she was still viewed as a victim. But by the 16th, they were like, okay, it's not really adding up. Um, So they asked her to come in on the 16th to provide elimination fingerprints and hair samples. And she was all like, cool, no problem. Um, She came to the station with two of her siblings, Chris and Marissa. Um, Chris and Marissa went to go get some food while Brittany stayed to give like them the samples that they needed. Mm-hmm. they have her sit in an interview room while they wait for someone to come collect the samples and she while she's sitting in there she again like starts describing the attack to the detectives um and each time she tells the story it changes not much but slightly um they ask her if she knew what type of car murray drove and she said she didn't now this is interesting interesting little bit of info because how does she not know what type of car she drove if she rode oh, with her? it's her co-work well she didn't ride with her oh okay she just met her there right she called her and was like hey meet me back there i left my wallet yeah that's really odd that is her co-worker that's her co-worker she sees her like every day they left at the same time they got back at the same time whatever yeah, okay okay um it's interesting because they found blood in murray's car so they, te- they tested the blood and it was found that it was actually blood from two separate people. It was blood from Jaina and Brittany. So they were like, well, shit, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Jaina was killed in the store and Brittany was like tied up when we found her. So neither one of them should be bleeding in the car. Like what the hell? So Brittany is now like, oh, she doesn't even know what kind of car Jaina drove. And um, even though, like we said, like they're coworkers and she drove back and yeah. met her, like it doesn't make sense. So the next unless day, unless they knew the person that was in the car co- in the store with them, unless what they knew the person that was in the store with them that supposedly assaulted them. Yeah, well, she was. I felt like she would still know what car she had. No, I know. I'm just saying, like that's how the blood could have gotten in there. Oh, uh, like the person got in her car, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I mean that makes sense. Um, well, the next day after that, um, little exchange um let's see her siblings called the detectives chris and marissa Mm -hmm. so they call detectives and they're like um hey our sister's been withholding some information because she was afraid that the attackers would come for her if she told them so they're like what and and she's like well she she told us that the attackers know her name and her address because she had a comcast bill and a gas bill in her purse and they had like gone through her purse looking for money, so they saw it. Why wouldn't she say something? Right. So cops were like, okay, cool. And then they scheduled another interview for the very next morning with her. So the next morning, detectives Dimitri Reuven and James Drury, which is a really hard word to say. Mm-hmm. It makes me, it's like brewer, brewery, which makes you sound like Tom Brokaw. Oh, yeah, I can't say that word either. Br- br- brewery. <laughs> I feel like I sound like an idiot every time. Oh, yeah. Br- it's brewery. Brewery. It's D R E W R Y. Drury. Brewery. Okay. Okay. So they interviewed Norwood. Um, 
they were like, you told us the other day that you'd never been in Jana's car and that you didn't even know what type of car she had, but that's like really weird because we found your blood in her car. And she was like, yeah, I moved her car. And they're like, say what now? So she explained to detectives. Yeah, she, she moved her car. So she explained to the detectives that um, Jana's car was double parked in front of the store because she was just like parking there real quick to let Brittany run and grab her wallet. So but how does... She- so okay, the men <laughs> the men were worried that her car being illegally parked there would catch the attention of the police and then police would come like check it out. So to avoid this, the men forced her to move the car. So she moved the car a flu a few blocks away, a few blocks away, <laughs> and then she walked back to the store alone. Like neither of the men went with her. Yeah, neither of the men went with her. It was just well, her. Why the fuck wouldn't she just leave? Okay. That doesn't make sense exactly so the detectives were like well why didn't you just keep going and not go back and she was like because i was scared for my life and they're like okay cool but if you were in the car and you were driving away like why would you go back you could have drove to the police station right and she was like well because they knew where (laughs) no 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 (laughs) no no (laughs) so she said she said she didn't do that because because she i knew that they knew where i lived and the detectives were like, okay, but then couldn't you like go get a cop or something like that and say, hey, these guys are in the store right now attacking my friend and coworker. And she was like, yes, I could have, but I was scared. And no, the, no. The detectives, they, they, they were just like, because people would probably ask stuff like that. <laughs> and she, no, had, no. she had no more answers. That was like all she had. She was just, no, she just moved the car and then went back willingly and didn't do anything so no no right i'm gonna keep saying no no (laughs) just keep saying no so the detectives are they're like yeah that's kind of sketchy then she changes the story a little bit and she says that the men told her they would be watching her the entire time she moves the car and they're gonna kill her if she talks to anyone so like How instead can of they watch you if they're not in the car with you right like from the windows of the store okay <laughs> so you drive another block away <laughs> now she says that she actually did see a police officer in a patrol vehicle when she, she was moving the car dumb. but she didn't flag him down or attempt to contact him because she was afraid they were watching her she dumb dumb like the suckers like she real dumb dumb <laughs> Uh, like so she's changing it it's not making sense at one point during the interview it doesn't make sense to me either I'm sorry but if I was on the other end if I was the detective I would totally be thinking the same exact thing like this girl clearly is more involved in this right like you are super sketch right now it's not it is not adding up it doesn't look good on you Brittany it is not that's not a good look So at one point during the interview, Brittany, she was actually said, we've been over this. Like she was getting exasperated. She said, we've been over this. And Detective Drury responded, yes, but every time we go over it, something else comes out or changes a little. So I'm just trying to get as much straight as possible. So eventually Drury told Norwood that he didn't believe her story. And then her siblings were brought in And the detective explained to them how the evidence demonstrated that her story was a lie. And then he explained why he believed that she murdered Murray. And then she was arrested later that afternoon. So let me tell you about some evidence. So she had clearly, as we know, been lying about the sexual assault. Like that never happened. Mm -hmm. She kept changing her story just a little bit each time. Um, Mm -hmm. Her injuries, they were all very superficial, like scratches. And Janus had been like crazy brutal. Do what? I said, so they could have been self-made. Right, self-inflicted. Yeah, hers were superficial and Janus were like super brutal. Um, There were no other fingerprints on any of the weapons that that had been used and left in the store. And detectives were like, that's really weird that these men would come in just use items that they find in the store to kill somebody and then just leave all of that evidence everywhere uh let's see there had been the two sets of bloody footprints all over the scene 
and they assumed that the size 14 belonged to the taller man. Well, detectives brought in a shoe print analyst, which apparently is a job, and his name was David McGill. Mm-hmm. And in a later testimony, he said that the crime scene was likely staged. So he had said that um, two sets of footprints were discovered, but given the initial information that there had been two victims and two suspects, McGill said he spent a significant significant amount of time searching for more food, footprints <laughs> because math. Like he's looking for, like there's two victims, two suspects, only two footprints. He's like, there should be more mm-hmm. footprints. He never found there any other footprints. Be, right. There should be the girl's footprints. So it was determined that the seven and a half shoe belonged to Brittany Norwood. And the size 14 mm. men's Reeboks that they were later found in the store. So they were actually a pair of shoes that were already in the store that they like sold there. And they looked like mm-hmm. someone had tried to clean them. So they found shoes? Yeah, the shoe, the size 14 shoes. They put on a size 14 shoe. They were already in the store. Like they, they sold those shoes there. It's an athletic store. Good God. Good God, exactly. <laughs> so um he said real dum dum. Real dum dum. So he said that the Reebok prints were likely placed after the New Balance prints. So the big ones were placed after like her shoes. Um, and then the Reebok prints, they stopped suddenly and then didn't trail off anywhere. So that indicated the shoes were like lifted from the ground and then cleaned. Mm-mm. So she like got these shoes and like just tried to make it look like somebody else like was there. <laughs> um, she tried. She tried <laughs> really poorly. Like it was not good. <laughs> so detectives they had looked into her. Like they're like, well, we need to check in her. Her stories aren't adding up. This is all a little weird. Look into her, and they found out that she was not the most popular employee at the Lululemon. Um, there was tons of rumors of her stealing from coworkers' bags and lockers. And also there was um, rumors that she was stealing merchandise from the store. So because of this, employees were supposed to do a routine bag check at the end of each shift, like on the other employees. And everybody she check- clearly got caught. So, right. So they're supposed to check everybody's bag to make sure nobody's stealing from the store. So they, they like knew all of this before they interviewed her that last time. Um. They're telling her like all of this and how it's looking like the two men didn't even exist. And finally the truth comes out. So Brittany and Jana were closing up that night. And when Jana did the bag check, she found a stolen pair of yoga pants in Brittany's bag. So Brittany panics because she doesn't want her to like tell the boss and her to lose her job and all that stuff. So they start to argue. And then this is what the Apple employees heard. They, she hears them arguing. They hear them arguing and like then like a struggle happens and Brittany like loses her shit and she starts grabbing random items and just beating Jaina with them. Jesus. Right? Yoga pants. Over <laughs> yoga pants. Over yoga. Girl, I'll buy you some yoga pants. What the fuck? So. They ain't that expensive, girl. <laughs> Brittany put the rope around Jaina's neck and used a display rack to bash her in the skull when she tried to escape out the back door. So that, that blow to the back of her skull is what did the final thing. Like she had all, she had like stabbed her with like multiple things, hit her with a hammer, like all the stuff. It was like, it was 330 plus wounds, like over yoga, over yoga pants. So, um, then after Jaina was dead, Brittany tried to stage the scene to look like a robbery. So she like threw stuff all around the store. She put on the size 14 shoes and walked all through the crime scene with them on <laughs> to make it look like, like someone else oh. was there. <laughs> um, she gave herself. Tied herself up. Do what? Tied herself up. She did. So she gave herself the, like, she self-inflicted these superficial scrapes. And then she went in the bathroom, tied herself up and waited to be discovered the next morning. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> like, like what? bitch be real cray cray. Like, real cray. That's. <laughs> a lot for some yoga pants i know they're comfy girl but it is not worth it that is not a good idea it's not it's not cute so um at her trial before she was sentenced you know what this makes me think of oh god but sorry go ahead no 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 what does it make you think of i was gonna say this makes me think of the movie jawbreaker 
Oh my God, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I love that movie. When they like stuck the girl in the trunk with the, which with the I don't understand breaker? how they got that giant ass jaw in her mouth to begin with. And then she <laughs> died. <laughs> then she died and they tried to make it look like like a sex accident like yeah somebody that was like <laughs> that was not a good idea <laughs> no it's and then they got caught like i'm just saying like they're dumb they're dumb yeah. dumb also <laughs> i really want to watch that movie again now because <laughs> rose mcgowan is shit um <laughs> I, right <laughs> okay so okay so at her trial <laughs> before she was sentenced she addressed Marie's family, which I'd been like, bitch, don't talk to me. So she said, before I go to prison, I needed you to hear how deeply sorry I am. And everybody's like, shut the fuck up. Um, Judge Robert. Sorry I am for literally killing your child with 300 plus wounds. Right. Like beating the like just terrible. Ugh. And she's like, I'm real sorry, guys. Good uh, God. Judge Robert Greenberg told her, you're one hell of a liar, ma'am. I have no doubt that you're a deeply troubled woman. However, my sympathy for your plight does not begin to approach what I feel for the Murray family. So um, Norwood and her attorneys sought a, a sentence of life with a chance of parole. Like she was like, I'll, I'll take life, but just give me the chance of parole. And she said that she didn't ask for this for herself. She asked for this for her, her family and her mom and dad. Like she just wanted a chance of parole for her parents. Oh, okay. Cause her parents want to see her right now. <laughs> okay. They do not want to see you right now, girl. I'm going to um, tell you right now that if it was me or you that did anything remotely like this, our parents would not want to see us. Uh, uh, no, be like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, girl. So um, the to this, the judge said, with or without parole, you will live. You will see another sunrise, another sunset. It may be through a prison window. There will be Christmases, there will be phone calls, and there will be visits. The only visits Jana Murray will ever have are those to her grave. So he sentenced her to life in prison with no chance of parole. So, yeah, her crazy ass is still in prison. Good. That's where she's staying. She can't get out. Over some damn yoga pants. And that's the Lululemon murder. I have not heard that. So I, the name of it, I feel like I had heard about the murder, like somebody being murdered, but it was like, oh, like in the store or whatever, but I never knew details of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's You were totally on her side at first. I know, I know. I'm a horrible detective. I'm going to school for this, but I'm a horrible detective. I'm literally going to school to be a detective. And literally, I'm literally working for research of behavioral analysis right now. And I'm like, oh, this poor girl. And then I'm like, I feel, wor I feel like the worst. The detectives are like, mm, her shit don't add up. And you're like, leave her alone. And then I'm like, I'm just thinking, man, you know what? I really feel bad for anybody that hires me now because clearly but also it was it was kind of the way I was presenting it because I was going to try to present it so that you wouldn't know so there'd be like a twist then I hear it all and I'm like okay no this bitch yeah <laughs> if you knew all the shit like all the no sexual assault they found the shoes in the store like all the stuff then you'd be like well, oh no and also when you started talking about the blood in the car I'm like mm, that doesn't sound right <laughs> yeah I mean at first you're like well maybe the person knew their car and got in it but yeah no it's I kind of presented it in that way so that you, there would be a twist that you didn't know well, look at you go being all smart but I'm still a horrible detective right now <laughs> no it's oh, not your fault <laughs> this just proves that I would fool you if I murdered somebody no <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> no I'm kidding that would never happen guys I'm like really sweet and drunk so yeah it is true she is very sweet in fact out of all of us kids there's four four of us growing up Crystal i'm the peacekeeper the like, she's the mediator yes she's the mediator she's the one that's like oh everybody love everybody and <laughs> i'm the hippie of the family like everybody get along love 
acceptance piece. And then everyone else. And then a remote was thrown at me. (laughs) Yes. He did like to throw remote. He really did. It would, you know, we should have taken the batteries out of them because they wouldn't have hurt as bad. (laughs) You know, it's so funny thinking about this. I know everyone probably doesn't want to hear it, but it's, it's hilarious. So our older brother was known to throw objects at us that were close and a lot of times it was remotes <laughs> they were always and then, um, our youngest brother um his retaliation growing up when he was younger he wouldn't do it now but was to sit on everyone <laughs> oh my god I forgot about that I was like what are you gonna say right now <laughs> he would I think it was more to you because he, oh yeah like we fought like cats and dogs we yo, a you two were like yeah dogs. It was, I think that was, was just crazy. something he did to you because we, we were straight no. he, always <laughs> on me. he always sat on me um because I was like this tiny little you were the thing. tiniest little thing ever yes and he I was I'm that's not all he had to do like, was I'm just like sit down and you could not do anything because <laughs> you were like 12 move. pounds <laughs> he would sit on me and then I was the bitch of the family like always <laughs> I mean, you've just always been kind of loud. I still wear that crown. (laughs) It's just just you're so loud and outspoken. I am. I'm a very loud. And and you be be proud of your bitchiness, girl. I am. All right. So that's my case. That's it. You're next week. And then the next week after that, it's Halloween. This is Halloween. It's Halloween. Everybody, our Halloween special. I'm so excited that we're not talking about it's a secret. It is a secret. It's so, it's going to be so fun though. So, we should also probably get started working on that. (laughs) I actually already am. I'm already, yeah, me too. Not, (laughs) I totally am. Um, it's going to be such a good episode. So, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be good. It's going to be, yeah, for all of our listeners, definitely tune in on Halloween because. It is going to be amazing. We're going to have a really nice release, um, something special, something we don't like really do all the time or anything. Um, it's going to be different. It's going to be fun. It's like our favorite. It's our favorite. So it's awesome. All right. Follow us on all the stuff. Facey Space, Instagram. Stuff, Instagram. I, I was just waiting for you to give the names of our stuff because always you think you would do it <laughs> well it's because i'm gonna say it wrong i'm like uh, instagram at serial holic underscore no it's serial holic sisters underscore podcast i knew there was an underscore in there that's why i wait for you to do it because you are the queen of the social media and i am not <laughs> i am that's what happens when you have a business though um social media I'm sorry, but anybody can agree with me. Um, with our generation right now, social media is the biggest platform and the biggest way oh, to yeah, draw sure. in an audience. And um, I used it for my photography business for years. And it does. It helps. Well, anyway. I did not have a business. So... <laughs> I didn't have to worry about that. So I'm going to let you do that. So follow us on Instagram at. <laughs> That's your cute. There you go. <laughs> Join our Facey Space group. <laughs> and then Facebook is just, it's our name, Serialic Sisters, True Crime Shit. And then you can Gmail us at the Gmail. So. Yep. Bam. Serialic at gmail.com definitely dm us we love all of the um requests for cases and stuff because really really do a lot of you guys have some really unknown ones which are really great so you know when um, i started this i was like i'm gonna do all the heavy hitters first it's more fun to do the not as well-known stuff because you know we really haven't done very many well-known ones i know we're gonna get into that i promise like i have plans for all of these but so do we so do I so do I it's really fun to do the not as well-known ones because it's fun to tell something that you don't know <laughs> oh, I, it, what's even better it's it's not even just so much um talking about these these unknown ones like they're not as well-known or whatever um like on the podcast itself it's 
it's getting to say it to you and to mm-hmm. me and us not right. knowing them because we're just like, oh, oh, here's a case I don't know. And then you like, listen, and it's such a good one. Like I'm, this two cases in a row that I didn't actually know. I know, like, you know, I'm really mad that I told you that one case before we ever started this, because that would have been so good to tell you and you not know, like recorded. Which one? Oh, I'm not going to say it if you don't remember. No, okay. Okay. Never mind. It's over. Carry on. Well, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna sit back and try to relive no. every conversation we've ever had. Oh, well, good luck with that, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I do have a photographic memory. Do you? Do you? I, do. I actually do. Oh, I did not know that. And also I absolutely do not. I can't oh, remember anything ever. It cracks me up because like people at I like my full-time job right now. Um it drives them nuts because I work in an aerospace industry um, while I'm going to school full time, <laughs> but I work. In <laughs> She's like, aerospace. no brag, no brag, but. <laughs> but I'm kind of a badass. I also have three kids and. And a business that doesn't close up until December. <laughs> and I cook dinner every night. <laughs> I do. I do. In fact, I've got to make dinner tonight, so. Booyah. I'm so excited because we made chili last night. So now I have that tonight. Oh, nice. Right? I made chili the other day. Anyways, back off. <laughs> back on to what I was saying. I work in this aerospace industry and um, I you have to know part numbers and descriptions of parts and, and stuff like that. Well, I, I handle um, our company's like full hardware and like MRO, which is like non-inventory items sealant stuff like that and I'm super weird about part numbers like I know I can rattle off the part number and they're like how do you do that I don't know it's I literally have a photographic memory okay so (laughs) so in my job before when I was working at the pediatric clinic this is how terrible I was I would go to like weigh this kiddo and take their temperature and they'd be like freaking out fighting like it's a toddler or something like that. They'd be freaking out. They won't, don't want to get on the scale. It's like this whole sweaty thing. The mom's like trying to hold them on the scale and then just weigh herself so we can subtract it. But like they don't want to be held and then they don't want to let go of her when she tries to them down. It's like this whole thing. And then we finally get it. And then I put them in the room and I shut the door. And then I'm like, shit, I didn't write it down. What was it? And we have to do it again because I don't remember. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm not that way. I can look at a piece of paper and it have a paragraph of something, um, anything, like just written down a paragraph of anything. It could be talking about your shoe size for all you know. And I can literally size 14 Reebok. It. No. Yeah, size 14 Reebok, just like this guy. <laughs> I can literally skim this paragraph, not even read it word for word, skim this paragraph, see what it's about remember it and then four weeks later when somebody says hey do you remember what was on that piece of paper I can tell you word for word what was on that piece of paper I feel like you're a freak and no (laughs) I am a freak that's why my husband it drives my husband nuts because he can never get away with anything so like if he tells me something especially if he promises anything if he promises for instance I promise I will do the dishes tomorrow lies or next week or whatever. I promise I'll do the dishes on October 30th, 2019. I'll be like, bitch, I don't need your empty promises. (laughs) And then I go and do them or whatever. And then he brings up how much he does something. I'm like, um, you mean how you said that you were going to do the, do the dishes on October 30th, 2019 at 542 in the evening? Yeah, no, I did it. You know, me and my hubs don't remember shit like that. So we're just cool because nobody cares. My husband does not. I remember it and it drives my kids can't get away with anything. My husband can't get away with anything. Um, if work tries to say that they did something, um, I'm like, did you put it in writing? And they're like, no. And I'm like, that's okay. I remember you said this, this, and this. And they're like, Oh yeah, that sounds right. I, I probably did say that. I'm like, yeah, you did. In fact, I actually wrote it down. Here you go. <laughs> oh my God. Like I'm really, really fucking weird. I know. And that's partially why I'm like, I think when 
whenever I finally get my degree, this will help me in this work field. And then I told you this case and you're like, shit. <laughs> you know, like the, the show Psych? Yes, I love that show. Oh, I haven't thought of that in a long time. You're, you're bringing back all these shows and movies that I need to go back and watch. Okay, but you know how he like plays like he's psychic? Yes. It's just because he's really good at detail. Like Yes, when I watched that, I was like, I wish... I had that because I, I would am, so I, I would dress up like, as a psychic. I would like have the big headdress and like carry on tarot cards. <laughs> I it's so horrible. I'm not trying to bra- brag like at all. Um, I'm literally saying like <laughs> if I had to describe oh how I am on a photographic memory. That's how I am. No brag. <laughs> it is. it's a curse it really is a curse it it oh my god I have all the powers of superman and it's a curse (laughs) no it really is it can be a curse sometimes because I'm like people do like people will ask me hey um do you know what this part number is like they'll bring me an unmarked part an unmarked errors I'd be like no bitch go figure it out (laughs) thousands and thousands and thousands of parts you know they'll bring this to me I'm like oh yeah that's yada 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 and they're like okay I'm gonna go look that up and and double check the drawing and they'll look it up and they're like oh my god that's a stupid name for a part number yada 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 you know what I mean (laughs) you ready you ready to end it girl I am. I'm sorry. We've been rambling. <laughs> we just rambled about parts and shit, and I'm all like, We're just rambling tarot about cards. I've got Superman. You don't. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I gotta go I eat my like, chili. <laughs> I sound like I sound like Michael. I'm just rambling about how I have this gift, and you don't. <laughs> oh my god. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> she said, "Okay, bye." No. <laughs> everyone we're gonna end it now bye oh for real okay bye bye